Hey guys, welcome to the Musicians Talk Music Podcast. We're your hosts, Hayden Aaron and Liam Fitzgerald. And today we are talking about Fine Line by Harry Styles. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome to this brand new podcast that we're making. As you just heard five seconds ago, I'm Hayden Aaron. And I'm Liam Fitzgerald. We are both music students at the Crane School of Music, and we both really, really love music. These are true facts. Very true facts. Um, so, Hayden, guess, do you want to say a little bit more about yourself? Before we oh, start? of course. I was going to ask you if you want to say a little bit more oh. about yourself, but I'll, I'll start. I love How starting cute. things. Look at us. Uh, so yeah, as I said before, my name is Hayden. I'm a sophomore here at Crane. I'm studying music education and I'm studying voice and it's a lot of fun. Uh, my favorite band, I guess I would more say my favorite singer is Frank Sinatra. Okay, very nice. Um, I'll go next. My name is Liam Fitzgerald. I'm also studying at the Korean School of Music, and I'm a sophomore. Um, I'm studying percussion, and I'm loving percussion. And my favorite band is the band Rush. No matter what, they will always be my favorite band. Liam Fitzgerald, Rush fan. On my Instagram, go ahead and follow me, <laughs> at ClockworkAngels12. Uh, oh, Liam. That's me. <laughs> so, Fine Line. All right. By Harry yeah, Styles. Fine Lines. So this is the second album by singer songwriter Harry Styles and it came out in member. Yes, that too. It came out in 2019, correct, Liam? Uh yes, in December of 2019. Overall, I think this album is great. I think every single song is unique. I think every single song is another explosion of color and I just I really like this. I'm a big I would, fan of this album. I would agree with you on every note there. Um this is definitely a great selection in his catalog. All the songs are incredibly unique, like you said. Uh, there, there really isn't a good genre to define this album. It is so all over the place. Um, I mean, you could you could identify the beginning as maybe more the pop half of the album, but I mean, there, I mean, there really is no good way to define a genre of this album. But it's a uh, it's a good. No, album you're completely around. right. So. Let's get started. Let's talk Liam, about it. What were your favorite songs on the album? Favorite songs like, on the album. Give me like top two favorites, top two least favorites. Top two favorites, top two least favorites. Let's um, I'm gonna say Sunflower Volume Six is my all-time favorite song on this album, followed by She. Um, and uh my top two least yeah, favorites. Top two least favorites are to be so lonely. And I stand correct, you don't have good taste. <laughs> and treat people with kindness i would say my top two favorites are she and cherry and my least favorites are lights up and watermelon sugar see that's the thing I know that's I was... a controversial that's a hot take that's really i, hot take right I was i, I was gonna say my number three spot is lights up so got some bad blood i guess there. we will we'll get into that once we get the lights up we will but let's start things off golden golden explosion of color I think I think it's so great. It's such a strong start to the album. You're right. You know, I I'm glad it wasn't the lead single. Sometimes I wish it was because I think it's a stronger song than Lights Up, which was the lead single, I believe. It was, but it was the first single. I'm to glad come out. I'm glad they didn't give it away. I I would 100 percent agree with you. And I actually um I remember listening to this album for the first time when it came out. I was so hyped for this album. But um, I remember listening to it and I remember thinking to myself, wow, Golden is not that great of a song. But after listening to it multiple times, I am totally wrong. It's such an incredible song. I mean, it's got this amazing burst of energy just in the... It's got the, a great the, drum groove too. You're right. It does. It has a great yeah. drum groove. Uh, the um, There's a little bit of really nice, maybe not intricate, but just good sounding guitar work as well. Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah. Stuff. yeah yeah you're right I, I love that uh like i said before i love that there's drums and then it's not just a generic beat like mm -hmm. so much pop music is nowadays you know it's like 
there were real musicians that put a lot of work yeah, exactly. into not only this album, but also this song. And, and it's that's not also just evident elect- as we go through the album. Yeah, and it's not just electronics. It's very much, you know, an acoustic album. Uh, yeah, not to say that electronics is bad because electronics can be very good if used in the right setting. You're right. But I feel like this is really, really refreshing. I would 100% agree with you. Um, just to, just to kind of talk about the song a little bit, I mean, uh, I think one of my favorite parts in this song is the part where I, I kind of called it like the breakdown section, right? It's got it the it's, bum, 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 yeah, with the percussion bum, and the synth sounds. Yeah, and you know, it's got this really great giving you some background music as you talk. Oh, thank you so much. It's got this real sense of tension, and then Harry just comes in, and he's just like, You're so cool, or something like that. He said he comes up with that refrain. And, I, I think um, I think he does say exactly yeah. that. Yeah, and then and then there's, I won't go any further singing this song. So if I were to come okay. with Harry, I would do the uh, I do the Kermit voice. <laughs> you're so good. <laughs> Thank you so much for this. This is a great hey, start. You're welcome. To, great start to the series. Um, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> but it's got this. It's got this great guitar shriek in there. She's like, it's great. It's so wonderful. Um, yeah, and then I mean, when he layers his vocals in that part too, where you yeah. know he's just saying the normal melody line, but he's also going, he's going for the you're so good, and like he's going up the octave. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's really incredible. great. I love that part. I think um, the end is the best part of the song. Yeah, and then yeah, and then it repeats, and that I mean, I mean, if you want to talk about the actual end, I don't like how it actually ends. Oh, personally. I like the fade out. It doesn't even like fade out. It's like da da, and then that's it. And it kind of fades out from there. I feel like it should do. It's like, like a, I like that that part kind of hangs on though. I feel like it should do a true fade out, or or something something like a uh, like um. I saw her standing there, right? Uh, with like this. Uh, bang, like I don't know. I saw board. her standing there. Oh, you don't? By the Beatles? Wow. No, I don't. Get no. cultured. I'm not. I'm not well versed in the Beatles. Liam, isn't the point of this show to get us both exposed to more music? And to get more people exposed about music as well. Yes. So we'll just have to cover that album eventually. We will cover the Beatles, Please Please Me, at a different time. But for now, we're talking about Harry Styles. Now let's move on to Watermelon Sugar. Unless wait, wait, it. wait. I thought you're so adamant about rating the songs. Oh, I am. How many, how many Goldens are you giving this? See, I'm going to give Golden a 9 out of 10 Goldens. Nine goldens out of ten gold. I'm gonna give it like a seven and a half goldens out of ten goldens. So that's like f- you know, golden, 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 gold. That's terrible. Seven and a half. That's terrible. No, seven and a half is good, dude. No, just the way you did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, do you have anything right. else to say about golden or move on? That's really it. Time right. to slam watermelon sugar. All right, watermelon sugar. You slam it. Go that ahead. That was. Okay, okay. Wild exaggeration there that I just did. It's not a bad song. I don't mind it. It's just, it's different. It's different. If this, if this entire album, if every song is colorful, this is just a different kind of color scheme. You know, I like the electric guitar in the beginning, but I kind of wish the bass came in a little bit earlier than it did. You're right. And I wish that when it does come in, it came in with a little bit more of a hit. Yeah, I think the horns are really cool in this song. I wish they came in a little earlier as opposed to the end. But holy shit, this song grooves when it kicks in. You're right. Um, Not I my mean, favorite, but there's still really good parts about it. You're right. Uh, I also, you know, the the part when he's done with the first chorus and it's just the watermelon sugar, and then he goes right back in with strawberries, and then it has that has that guitar mm-hmm. that guitar mm-hmm. counter melody. It's so good and so tasteful and so perfect in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. So <laughs> remember how you said you weren't gonna do the <laughs> oh this very song. <laughs> um, anyways, anyways, I mean the song. The song sounds like a party. It literally is a party. And when the horns come back in, it does. It's even more of a party. It's just, it's just a feel good song. It's a good pop song in that sense. It doesn't, doesn't need anything. It doesn't really have anything to give. It's just like if you want a good song to dance to and a good song to bop to, Watermelon Sugar is it. But if you're looking for something a little bit more, I mean, I don't know. That's my own personal opinion of it. Um, so how many watermelons would you rate that out of sugars? 
I'd probably give it eight point five watermelons out of ten sugars. Ah, uh, is this currency uh transferable? Like, can it can it work? Yes. I don't know where I'm going with that. I I don't know. It sounded better in my head. Yep. Um, Always does. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I give this song uh, a six. Yeah. Okay. They, six is generous. Is it being generous? Yeah, honestly, eight is being generous, but it's still a good song. And I think I think it's not even something to kind of you know glance over. It's, it's a good song. There's not really too much to say about it. It's very repetitive. The chords are cool, I guess. Um, I don't know. Good song. Yeah, I'll be honest though. I like where it is in the album. I agree because it's a different sound from Golden, and it's a different sound from Adore You. And I You're think right. Watermelon Sugar Grooves. Adore You grooves harder. Fair enough. Now, speaking of Adore You, let's talk about Adore You. The drums. The drums on Adore You. I think the drums sound so great. You know, uh, Harry's really channeling the groove in this. Also, like, the guitar in the pre-chorus are on the, you don't have to say you love me, that part. Yeah, you're right. I love, I love the guitar there. I think I it's actually, great. I was going to say, I mean, I this is just going to go for the entire album. There's nothing truly virtuosic on this album but it's perfect for what he's doing you know it's kind of like Ringo Starr and the Beatles he wasn't the best drummer in the world but he was perfect for the Beatles um sorry we keep talking about the Beatles but um god Liam do you listen to the Beatles I I really do but yeah I really I really like the guitar work on it and I like the counter melody again in this one it's it's a really really good it's a really really good feel this song has and you know the vibes are great with the that's not wasn't even the right key, but the with the falsetto and whatnot. <laughs> it was you tried your best. I tried. That's why I'm a percussionist. That uh yep, that's the one. Yep. So, so anyway. I think the production on this is great too. I sorry to interrupt, too. but also not sorry to interrupt. That's okay. Overall, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's like you know, like like I was saying in the beginning, this is more of a pop-driven um first half of the album. Uh, yeah, I was just yeah, that's the, the all the singles are more pop driven, as opposed to everything else that's not pop driven. Which I'm kind of glad they weren't released as singles because they would kind of give it away. Yeah, you're right, and I, it would have spoiled a lot of the album. And you know, I'm kind of glad that these uh, this song, Watermelon Sugar, and the next song that we're about to talk about were all released as singles. And songs like She and Sunflower were not because those were very pleasant surprises for me. I think I would give this song. A solid seven and a half out of ten. I would give it a seven. Seven adores right. out of ten U's. Oh God. Um, I, I also talk lights up. First, I want to make a quick mention. Though. Oh, wanna, okay, okay, um, okay, okay. You're gonna make a quick, quick mention that this album is so incredibly different from his first album. He's taking, especially, um, especially in his first couple tracks, it sounds nothing like what he was doing on Harry Styles' self-titled. However, I feel like Sign of the Times would fit in pretty well on this album. I think it would. You know, it actually it would probably would have made a better song than something else we'll talk about later. But we'll talk about let's talk about lights like up. Lights because... up. No, so you're wrong. Make a better song than lights up. You're wrong. That's my hot take. You're telling me that lights up is better than Sign of the Times. No, Sign of the Times is a good song. You're right. But let me talk about lights up for a second. Let's talk about for those who know what a Mellotron is. There's a Mellotron in the opening which for those who don't know, it's a keyboard that uses tapes and basically replicates uh, orchestras, choirs, or, you know, whatever really you need to to do, but it's a tape machine essentially with keys and it's a very cool instrument. And he uses it on this song. Anyways, um, there's nothing too special about this song. I will admit, but it's, I agree. It's one of my favorite songs on the album just because I love one of my least favorites because there's uh, that much special about it. Let's, Hold on, let me let me let me explain myself. So you know the harmonies all right, all right. on the la 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 that one. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that. Um, it's just I don't know, just makes me feel good. It's a really good, it's a really good harmonic section, and the way that the <laughs> the way that the rhythms are phrased and whatnot, and um, the chord progression on the all the lights couldn't put out the dark. That part, it's just uh Man, this is just us singing the entire time. Um, yeah. Welcome to 
singers singing music <laughs> big singing big, big singing music. so um but yeah i mean i i really like it i also really like when the chorus returns oh my god uh, i like much. i like it when the chorus returns and it has this kind of real heavenly choir singing in the back and it just it just really paints a really nice imagery about the song now if you have anything else to say about it feel free but that's just my i have i i have a few things like i said not my favorite track however there's a lot of good things about it i like the acoustic guitar in the beginning i like the bass in the beginning i like the electric guitar i like the key change for the chorus i like it modulates that's cool also uh, between parts, the piano transition, the da, 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 da. that mm-hmm. part, you know the part. I do. You guys know the part. I can't do it very well because I can't think of it off the top of my head. But I think that's pretty cool. And that's also my two cents. Again, nothing too special about this song. I give it a four. I give it a four. Wrong. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, this is the first Hi. thing that this think about it like this. This is the first thing that you've heard from Harry Styles in about two years. It wasn't song. the first thing I heard from Harry Styles in about two years. That's the okay. Thing. Well, I listened were... to this album at once when it came out. I was actually I was on the way home from school with my friend Ryan, and he listened to he listened to the singles and he's like, Yo, you know what we could listen to? And I'm like, What? He's like, Harry Styles. And I'm like, seriously? He's like Give it a chance. I'm like, okay. So I did. And it was good. So I heard everything at the same time. Okay, that's fair. For me, Lights Up was the first thing I've heard from Harry Styles in about two years. And it was kind of mind-blowing to me that this was what he was doing as opposed to his first album. So I give it an 8.5 to a 9 out of 10. Those are some uh, strong some big... numbers there. Well, it is my number three slot, so. Yeah, I don't know. There's better songs on the album, like Cherry. Uh, I go love ahead. Cherry. Go ahead. Talk about Cherry. I love. I love Cherry. I think Cherry is top tier. Not only is it the first song on the album that isn't very pop, but I love. I love the instrumentation. I love that there's like kind of a little bit of reverb on the guitar. I love that in the back of the mix, about like a minute in, you hear like a little roaring guitar in the back. And it's very subtle. It's soft and it's good. It builds really, really well. The production is good. I know you you really like the outro. You were telling me about it yesterday when we were talking about this. I really like the outro. But that's really all that I think. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, let's talk about the outro. Let's talk about the ending. So, I mean, as we know, this is a breakup song. Like a lot of songs on this like album. Like a lot of songs on this album. You, you wouldn't, might as well. Oh, my gosh. You guys <laughs> are watching. Doing the... <laughs> yeah, that's this little light thing. Lights are up. His camera's going nuts. Yep. Going uh, funky. Oh, it's doing it again. <laughs> Anyways. Just, just... I'm going to let it go. People Fine. who are watching, have a good time. Um, <laughs> basically, all right, what do I want to say about it? I love the outro. It's a breakup song, and what you hear in the back is this, um, it's, a, it's a girl talking, and it's almost like a moment, and like it's like a, an audible moment, and what you hear is you hear this, duh, 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 and it's like a record skipping. And I don't know, to me, that was incredibly powerful. But I mean, you know, I mean, just talk about the lyrics for a second, because I know you have a big thing about the lyrics. Yeah, I I really look for lyricism in songs. Lyrics is usually what makes or breaks a song for me. That's why it's very hard for me to get into jazz, because there's no words. And although I can groove, it's like I personally connect with the lyrics more than I connect to the music. Very fair. I think that this is a different kind of breakup song. This isn't, oh, I'm sad. This is like kind of like the resentment you have towards the other person and the feeling of like how how is it that you can feel something for this other guy that you felt for me literally so recently yeah you know it's it's a heartbreaking song it really is even though you know it builds and it sounds kind of happy in the end but it's really it's it's not it's not he's sad you know but it's good yeah. And I mean, there's 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 more sad songs, which we'll talk about, which are in the very similar style. But you're you're very much right And this. And, you know, maybe, well, you know, let's talk about it at the end. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. At the end. 
Um, how would you rate Cherry? I'd rate Cherry. Yeah, I'd rate Cherry. I'd rate Cherry <laughs> probably either an eight and a half or a nine. That's fair. I'd probably cherries out of Cherry. I'd probably give it seven cherries out of ten cherries. I think cherries is the most uh, the most sensical rating system we've had so far. I think you're right. I also want to mention that Cherry is the first song on the album that sounds so much like a self-titled. That's true. It's it's a good thematic callback. It is, and you know you'll you'll see more of that on here. But you know at oh, least that to sounds me, so pretentious of me to say thematic callback. Oh, you're turning into your roommate. <laughs> no, no, please. Oh, we God, love no, him. not Cole. We love Cole. Y'all meet Cole. Y'all meet Cole. Cole will be on the show eventually. And my roommate just stepped out. His name is Michael White. If for those who are listening, he'll be on the show eventually as well. Um, so let's Dude. talk about let's talk about falling. Another breakup song. Another heartbreak. What's cool about this one, though, is that although it is another breakup song, it's very different from Cherry. It is. This is kind of more of the I'm sad. Yes. But he doesn't go about it in the traditional manner. You know, he feels like he's falling. Mm-hmm. Oh, he feels like it's just like he can't get a grip on anything. Yeah. You know, he's, he's sad. He's falling into his own head. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Good production. Um, crisp. You know. I, I was going to say... Um... This song sounds like, you know, let's say you're with your bud or your gal and they just went through the a, homies. Yeah, the homies. They went through a really terrible breakup and you have them come over and you sit them down on the couch and you're like, tell me all about it. And they just unload. And that's exactly what I feel about this song. You know, the the um the refrain, I'm falling again, I'm falling again. It sounds like he's crying or mm-hmm. calling for some sort of attention. Um, also something else I want to mention in this song is, uh, the part where he says, and I get the feeling that you never need me again. Um, there's two during this point of the song, there's, there's one of two things that most breakup songs like this have with a line as powerful as that either they explode like in Bohemian Rhapsody before it goes into the guitar solo, or it completely just dies almost, or it's almost like empty. Harry went with the latter, and to me, it's just beautiful. To me, I mean, I agree, it's great. It's just like it's this feeling of sorrow and emptiness and loneliness, and I, it's just, I don't know, it really pulls on the heartstrings for me. Um, but I was also going to say, uh, you know, the last, the last chorus is kind of like a final attempt to kind of. Uh, try to kind of call out to get that sort of um, closure he needs, but he can't and he doesn't get it. And it's a very strong way to end this song. I'd rate it an eight out of 10. Eight out of 10? Yeah, eight out of 10. Lydia Von Hoff does a great cover of this. She does. I've, I've heard um, her do it live before. I like it. Oh, really? I only get to see it on the gram, but it is what it is. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about falling or did I cover it all? Nah, that's really it. We we have a lot of the same thoughts on falling. Yeah. And now I guess we're talking about a lot about the next song because we have very different opinions on very so different lonely. views on to would be you so like lonely. to start? Because I've been starting a lot of these. Okay, yeah. I'll start to be so I lonely. Think, yeah. I think you should start to be so lonely. All right. So Hayden and I were talking about this yesterday, and I said this song is such an oddball of a song. And I think it's great for that reason. But it doesn't fit on the album. It's such a weird song. It should have been a B-side or a single elsewhere or something. Because it would have been such a cooler thing if it was like that. But it's not. And... You know, I don't know. It has kind of a kind of it's kind of a weird feel, but it has it has like um it has like a three plus three plus two, I think it was during the chorus, which I was a fan of because it was kind of cool. Um, but um, other than that, I mean, I don't know. This song's just weird. It's not not weird, but just it doesn't fit on the album. It's so much of the oddball on the album. But this is also one of the songs that takes a completely different turn genre wise. Right. It does go between three and two. Yeah. I just, I just, you just sitting here you, counting it out <laughs> in my head. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, no, it does it does like a three against two or a three plus two feel in five. Watch this part on YouTube. You'll see me like 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 you'll see me like look up and just kind of like you know think. I get like I have like a thinking face. You know those memes. It was really like, funny. You know those memes where like the people are like and like it shows like all the math behind them and whatnot. Like that's that was you yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I mean this is this is definitely a different approach for him. Very folky, very cool, just didn't really fit on the album for me. Your thoughts go. All right. I agree with you. I think it's very folky. I think it's very much an oddball, and I love it. One of the main reasons I really like this song was that um I was listening to Harry Styles do an interview with Howard Stern, the man, the myth, the legend. And he was talking about how Paul McCartney's Ram is a huge influence for this album. And I could hear it, especially in this song, and it's not just because of the ukulele. Like, yeah, the ukulele is great. I think the instrumentation is great, but it's also the fact that it's got a folky feel. It's got snaps and it's got claps. Yeah, you know, Ram is a very... it, I really, I really hear the Ram on this I mean, song. I, I would agree. It is very Rammy, if you will. Yeah. I uh, think uh, one of my favorite little touches on this song is... Um, the buzzing of an open string on the guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes the, don't call me baby again. Got your reason. It's, <laughs> it's, it's hard to notice, but once you do, you won't be able to not notice it. Yeah. I think yeah. that's great. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I mean, I don't know. I've, I just, it, maybe, I don't know what it was. I just didn't vibe with it. And it's been a really long time I love since it. I listened I love to it. it. I think it's atmospheric. I think it sounds full. It's cool. I like it. I'd give it like an eight, eight and a half out of ten. Actually, no. I'd go so far as to give this one a nine. Wow, that's a strong and bold assumption. I'm gonna give it a six. Look, man, all my all my song ratings are relative. You know, they're all in comparison with one another. That's fair. I'm just kind of rating the song as it is and how I feel the song is. But I mean, it's a good song. There's nothing wrong with it, but there's nothing really. It's, you know, it's a lot like watermelon sugar. There's a, not a lot for me to take away from it, but it's still what? a good there's song. There's so much. There's so much there. All right. You know what? Maybe listen, I, I, when this album came out, uh, my opinion still stands from when I listened to it. I wasn't a huge fan of it and I kind of turned it away. Maybe I need to give it more listens because when we were preparing for this you podcast, should. I'd listened to this album a couple times and I still was not getting into to be so lonely. But you know, it's okay. Let's uh let's talk about she. This Ooh. is where we can agree. Yes. This this is very much where we agree. Yes. So I have a fun story about she. Back on the island over break, I was, you know, driving around with a, a friend of mine, a friend named Ari, and we were doing some door dashing and I put on the song and he's like, Hey, this is really, really good. I'm like, yeah, it is. He's like, is this pink Floyd? I'm like, no. Sounds like it though. It does sound a this lot. Is Harry like Styles. And, his, and, and he was shocked. Yeah. He was shocked. I, I love I was, this song. I was blown away when I first heard it. I mean, I was like it, you know, I was kind of like, I felt in a daze or like in a tripping phase. Cause that's kind of what it, seems like <laughs> i mean he wrote the song on shrooms so yeah, like... i think he wrote most of the album on shrooms <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh but but yeah i mean you know it sounds like da- it sounds a lot like dark side of the moon um and i mean it's just it's very minimal and laid back with the bass and drums i mean if you listen to early pink floyd um people who know pink floyd i'm gonna say echoes and maybe maybe you guys know what that is, but if you don't, ah, okay. echoes, of course, by Pink Floyd. Echoes, echoes, echoes. You're the worst. Okay, I know, I know, I know. Anyways, um, anyways, anyways, you're the worst. Okay, the worst, so the, worst. the there's music guitar on it, which is kind of cool. You know, the the chorus is very explosive compared to the verse, and the guitar is very, guitar is almost very sexy or seductive. You know what I mean? It's very, it's uh, I don't even know. I can't even focus with you though. <laughs> uh, it's I passion, think it's passion great. Space. I agree with you. It's very passionate, and and you know, again, not virtuosic with the guitar work, but still perfect. 
definitely the boldest turn on this album. Yeah. They're going to stretch this out when they do it live, and it's going to be great. It's going to blow everybody's minds. And I'm so excited for it. I know. They could play for 10 minutes, and I wouldn't care. Yeah. Baseline's grooving. I love the writing. I love the story. It's telling, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, talk about the solo section, though. I mean, I was just going to say that. Yeah. That guitar work, like mm-hmm. you said, not virtuosic, but still really good. Mm-hmm. I love the pedal that the guitar is being put through. I love the chords it's playing over. Mm-hmm. You know, it plays, it plays over a sharp nine chord. Yeah. I love that chord. To me, it's very, um, to me, it's very, uh, you put it it's very um comfortably numb it is very comfortably numb um it's also very um uh i mean yeah you're right it's very cool and i really like the synthesizer and how it kind of raises in pitch i don't even know if it just just kind of like over the guitar and it's just so it adds a lot of atmosphere yes it does it's just i love that the song is in uh all that it's on a triple meter. I think it sounds mm-hmm. great in a triple meter. Yeah. I would 100% agree. It's kind of, it grooves it more, you know? Yeah. Just the drums, the drums, the boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, That's right. Anyways, this is <laughs> this is probably my number two pick on the album. It's really this is my number one pick. This, this is, is my one. ten. This, this is my ten. This is a ten for me, but ten. it's not my number one. Out of ten, oh, I hate these bits. Ah, uh, anyways, know. anyways, um, I'd give it a ten. I just love this song so much. It's great. I mean, I mean, how do you? I just want to mention the chords again. The chords are great. Yep, you're 100 right. Sharp nine chord, and because it just, it just want to, it makes you want to just drive back to that tonic. Yeah, and like, you know, dominant chords do that normally, but just the more you add on to it, the more tension. Yep, you're so right. The more it wants to resolve, it's great. It's so great. It's a great feeling. All right. Um. So here's your favorite song on the album. Sunflower Volume 6 is my favorite song on this album. It's so great. It's dope, man. It's dope. The keyboard, the clavichord, the sitar solo. What's the last pop song here with a sitar solo? Yo, it was probably a Beatles song. but Probably. Nevertheless, a sitar That was like 40 years ago. More than 40 years ago. Keep going. I mean... I mean, just think about it. A sitar. I have no concept of time. It's so cool. But that's not even the that's not even like the best part for me. It's like the you can call it, you can call it a pre-chorus. You can call it a whatever you want. Um, but it's the part where it's like um I couldn't want you anymore. I love that. I love it so much, and I could listen to it all day, every day. Yeah, yeah. I especially love that part—the part that I just did, where it just let the drums do, 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 and it's yep. silent for like a split second, and then it just drives you back into it. It's so good. Exactly. Yep. And it's got a five of five in there, which is a secondary uh, dominant for all you. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, secondary dominant out there. Ah. Uh, That's right. All the theory gurus out there, get ready. Um. 10 out of 10. There's nothing wrong with this song. I, said, I give it a it. 9 out of 10. Ah, oh, that hurts. 9.5. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, it, come on. 9.5. You know it. You know it. 9.5. 9.5. 9.5. Uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Only because right. that groove and sitar solo, though. That's right. That's right. I mean, I mean, how is this song is so incredibly infectious? It is. It makes you want to dance. I know. All right. Canyon Moon. I love Canyon Moon. I love Canyon Moon. Took me a really long time, but I, I have a little thing. So um at first I just want to say this album sounds like you're driving through somewhere. Like maybe like the mountains. You're going for us, it's the Adirondack Mountains. Um I mean for, for me specifically, it was the Catskills. It was probably the Catskills for That's you, the memory I have associated with this one. For me, it was it's about the Adirondack Mountains. No, yeah, you go, you go. Okay, yeah. Go, my friend. I've spoken so much first. It's okay. Yeah, that was English. Um, <laughs> so uh, my girlfriend and I, 
um robin and i we're going through the mountains robin, robin she's kind of dope i guess um anyways uh robin and i are going through the mountains and i remember not loving the song when it came out and she put it on and i was like what is this song she's like it's can you moon by harry styles and i'm like no it's this is and she's like yeah and i'm like this song is the perfect vibe for where we are right now <laughs> yep <laughs> i love that little the little the little bass the i love that it's it's killer man i mean i mean so what, what is there to say about it? i mean it's, it's got the great vibes it literally is a driving song i, I mean, agree a hundred percent uh about a year ago actually a year ago today actually it came up with my snapchat memories i was at new Paltz visiting a good friend of mine visiting rachel and um my friend Paige was also there and we all drove me rachel page and rachel's roommates to i forget what park it was some park up in the mountains that people hike at because we we're just gonna go to just, you know hang out vibe and it was really nice out that day it was probably in like the high 60s it was crazy mm-hmm. considering that potsdam was in like the 30s that morning it was crazy so we're driving we have all the windows down we got the sunroof open and we're just you know, driving down the road through the trees and this song comes up on shuffle and it was it was great it was such such a good memory i have such a strong feeling of like happiness linked to this song because that was also like the last big thing i did before everything shut down so like yeah i mean for the last thing i, I was at a mall i was at an h&m i got a text when we got the but ne- ne- nevertheless i mean you know that's that's another story for another day but um but yeah i mean can you moon it's just a great song do you have anything else you want to say about it uh maybe you know just the i love the um i love the the little claps they have in the back harry Mm styles loves clapping in his songs very 70s very folk rock very fun i'd also like to mention that the last this this song and the last two songs are also completely different from anything he would have ever written on his first album and they're all completely different from each other that's right um it's just... last four songs dude yeah and more seriously like i i think that the span of um to be so lonely to canyon moon i think that's the strongest part of the album it's i great. would i would 100 percent agree with you just as a flow and just the songs with the exception of to be so lonely and the next one Honestly, we'll talk about the next one when we get there. Um, but I, I would 100% agree with you. Um, well, no, I'm just talking to be so lonely to to Canyon Moon. I'm not talking fine. Uh, treat people with kindness. Okay. I'm oh. just saying oh, those okay. specific songs. Yes, then you're right. Just, Minus- just the span of to be so lonely to she to sunflower to Canyon Moon. Best part of the album. You're right. Strongest part of the album. Favorite songs from the album. Like that's that's very fair um i would just go to say she through canyon moon but hey it's all good how'd you rate you know what they say great minds don't think alike you're so right that is what they say right no that's the quote that that's it i'd give uh, it a nine and a half out of ten man I'd actually it- 9.6 because i like it better than sunflower and i only really? got the, i only rated sunflower 9.5 because of you all right all right well, i like I- it i like it better well, I would give it probably a nine, maybe maybe an eight point seven. Come on, come on, come on, not going five, nine point five. No, no, come no, on, man, nine. come on, man. You know, you know, nine point five, nine point five. Uh, fine, you got it. Nine point five. Yes, 5. if you could do it to me, I could do it to you. Touche. All right, <laughs> let's do it. Treat people with kindness. Why would I want to do that? You're so right. We are haters. <laughs> we don't like anyone. Treat people terribly. Screw everyone 2021. You're right. Uh, anyways, though, true people with kindness. It's cheesy. It's, it's I like it, though. Cheesy. It's fun. It's fun. It makes you want to dance. It's got a huge explosion of energy. There's more clapping. I love the piano. I love the choir. I also really just like choirs in general, which makes sense given what i am at school yeah 
All right, treat people with kindness. My least favorite song on the album. It's got some things going for it. Like you were saying, the chorus is really nice. I kind of like the bridge. This song reminds me so much of Shining Happy People, which I which we discussed yesterday. You don't know that song. No. It's, it's by R.E.M. For those who know it, it's a great song. But it's super cheesy, and it's a lot like Treat People with Kindness. I just don't care for it. I don't know what it is. I don't care for it. Maybe it's because I don't want to treat people with kindness. Oh, come on, Liam. You got to treat people with kindness. That's what the you're, song says. You're right. I it's like the listen. cha-cha slide. You have to follow the rules. <laughs> Whenever it comes on. Or else, uh, who who does who does cha-cha slide? DJ Casper will come for you. That's right. Quick Google. Yeah. Quick um, Google. Oh, uh, you're you're assuming I didn't know who does the cha-cha slide off the well, top of my considering head? Considering I heard a little click click from your keyboard. You didn't hear anything. You're right. I didn't. My bad. You didn't. That was that it. was you. That the was no, no, none of you guys heard me googling the name of DJ Casper and his no other hits. Anyways, it's not my favorite song on the album. You're gonna what else did this. DJ Casper do? Huh? Yo, we are talking about Oops, Harry Styles. Side your head coming out in 2004. We are talking about Harry Styles. It's a 1979 funk anthem recorded by R&B group The Gap Band. Ooh, The Gap Band. Do we do that, that next? No. <laughs> we could cover the DJ Casper version, though. All right. All right. Treat people with kindness. Give me a good solid rating. Six. Eh. Five, yeah, about five. Okay, maybe four point five. I'm still saying six. Yeah, four. However, I will say, I will say, this is gonna make one hell of a live closer. I know I keep talking about the live shows. Uh, I miss concerts a lot. I miss no, it will, too. it will, because you get the audience involved. It's big. It's energetic. Well, maybe I don't know. I just you know, I it's gonna to... be good. It'll be really, really good. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not closing the encore. No, but at least it, closing it the main be, set. Yeah, it'd have to close the main set. It would anything. be great. I have maybe, no idea. Maybe you're I right. want them to close the encore with she, but that's just me. It's never gonna happen. He's gonna no. do like what makes you beautiful or something like that. No, nah, he'll probably do sign of the times, honestly. <laughs> probably. No, he he plays one direction out of shows. He might yeah, but maybe not as not as finishers, right? Actually, I think he does, but I don't know. Oh, all right. So all right, consider so I, me wrong. Hey, it's okay. I'm I'm there all the time myself. So, all right, let's talk about Fine Line, the album closer. Did you make it? So, I just threw a water bottle into the bag. It it hit the um the drawers for snacks, bounced off of them, and went into the water. I bottle beg bag. your pardon. The what? Yeah. The the drawers for snacks. You said drawers whatever fine line the closer to this album i think it's great i think it's great uh after listening to it a lot i have a new appreciation for it i didn't i used to not love it i, I really like line. it now fine i line love probably my the... number four number four okay well <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's up there for me too it's up there for me too i love the dynamic contrast I love how it starts off really, really, really soft and it just kind of keeps growing and it's such a slow burn, but it's, it's great. There's so many things to cover about this song. You're right. I'll let you, I'll let you say some of them. Though. Let's just talk about the beginning of fine line. Just don't, and... don't say my favorite part. Cause I know, you know, my favorite part of the song. Oh, I can't remember your favorite part. Is it the guitar? Ah, well, no. No? All right. Well, it's the vocals for me. The vocals. No. Oh. Yeah. I was like, no, not for me. The it's vocals good, not for are me. phenomenal. Um, in the beginning at the beginning of the song, and just the kind of gradual grow and grow and the adding of instruments. And when the drums come in, and when the drums come in, and then progressively more and more of the band come in. Yes, and I when agree. the whole band comes in, I think your favorite part, if I remember, is this part. Go ahead. Yeah, the bars of five. Just the I love that he five. does bars. Not random. Placed there for a reason. Well, yes, very much. But you're not expecting it. 
No, it was not at all. very completely cool. comes out of left field. It's great. I'm so passionate about these bars of five. So passionate. I'm incredibly. I just passionate got really close to the mic for that one. No, I love it though. I love it though. I think it it keeps the listeners on their feet. It makes you want to drive back towards that home base. Like I was saying earlier about the sharp nine chord and she, it kind of does the same thing. It's you're not really expecting it and it wants to pull you back to where you were. You're right. That's what the bar five does. I mean, it's just, I don't know. For me, it was super tasteful. When I, when I first heard it, I was like, that's great. What the five, four, Harry? What? That's great. I dig it. And I loved it because I mean, Going back to what we were saying, when was the last time you heard a pop song on maybe by a mainstream artist with a bar of five four in it? You When's know? the last time I heard a pop song in five four by a I'm mainstream? I'm primarily artist? talking to the audience, but Dave sure. Dave Brubeck. Buddha, 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 Buddha. Yeah. Classic. Um, I just love it, and you know what I really love? How it just kind of explodes at the end, and kind of diminishes just kind to, of yeah it just it almost down. diminishes to complete almost nothing and all i love you... the suspension there at the end mm-hmm. of and it's on a nice little chord mm-hmm. and then and all then, you hear at the end is yeah you bing, take it away bing and those two piano notes that's it that's the album that's and, the album and i mean <laughs> i mean this song is just such a great closer and it's just such a completely different thing for him i mean it's almost classical sort of sort of yeah kind of i guess in the sense of like that it uses real instruments Uh, not no i'll rephrase (laughs) that it uses orchestral instruments but like you know i could see this at the end of like a like you know the big ending i could see that like the end of a film score or something like that you know it's it's personally Give me the benefit of the doubt, okay? All right, all right. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. I personally love it, and if like if I saw that performed by an orchestra, I'd be like, yeah, some classical composer probably wrote that, like a modern one, not like Bach, but like. You're telling me that CPE Bach didn't write the end of Fine Line. You're <laughs> my ba- my boy. Uh, At a Domenico Scarlatti didn't yep. write the end of Fine Line. <laughs> Uh, I only know all these on the top of my head because we just took the just, uh, history midterm. Yep, we did today because it was a test day, which means it was a Monday when we were filming this. Ooh. Ooh. So, um, <laughs> oh, we're I love how we just did the ooh together. <laughs> all right, give me a quick rating. Quick rating for Fine Line, the song. Give it a nine. 9.5 for me. This song blew my mind in terms of Harry's music. Nah, it's it's great. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, okay, that's that's the album. We talked about Fine Line. Holy crap, the album. we did. Um general. What thoughts? would you give it overall? Uh oh. You first. Go I'll, I'll do my all right, all right, all right, all right. General thoughts. I think I've really said everything I have to say about this, you know. I think it's great. I think every song is super unique. I think every song is a huge burst of color. I love it. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. And I don't quite know what I would rate it because I'm really not good at rating complete albums out of 10. Mm -hmm. You know, I usually rate songs relatively off of each other. That's fair. But I love it. I love it. It's definitely in my top 10 albums, just in general. Mm -hmm. One can also say that I haven't listened to as many albums as I should have. Mm-hmm. but i like it definitely one of the best albums come out of the past five years okay yeah i would agree with that uh i would even go as far to say the last 10 years um yeah me too this album is a great direction for harry it's a completely different direction from his first album with a very diverse album and i think it'll be great it'll be wonderful um to hear his next work whenever that is maybe he was like many maybe he was like many of the other artists in quarantine and maybe he'll release an album soon maybe like many of the artists in quarantine did a collab album with someone and we'll hear that soon that's right and we'll be talking about that special pairing eventually do we say who it is or do we do we do we we do a little tease what what the people that we're specifically talking about with the collab album outside mm-hmm. 
the hypothetical collab Harry Styles album? Yeah. Yeah, man. Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars did one. Yeah, you all know it. It's coming out eventually. That's right. It's great. And we will be doing a review of it on this podcast. Be excited for that. Um. Anyways, fine line. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. All right. It's a great album. A good, a good score. It is. Nothing... Nothing. I mean, th- this album has so much, so much going for it. It's such a magnificent work. But, um, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. What else do you want to say about Fine Line? If not anything, I let's don't. Wrap it up. I don't really have anything else to say about this. So yeah, I think we should wrap it up. All right. Fine well, Line. Thanks, great guys. album. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, hopefully, you made it all the way through. Uh, those, yeah. Uh, those watching. Thanks for those watching. listening. Thanks for watching us. Thanks for listening to us. And thanks for supporting us through our first podcast. Fine line. We liked it. Maybe you liked it. Maybe you didn't like it. Let us know what you thought. Oh, yeah. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Yeah, it's very good. (laughs) Please. It's it's, very good. It's. I mean, when I say it's one of the best albums to come out of the last 10 years, that's not an understatement. It It is. It's wonderful. So, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Please give it a listen. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. So we'll see you guys on the next episode in about next week. We're doing, are we doing weekly? Let's do weekly. I'm Let's do weekly. weekly. All, right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Next week, next Friday, when this comes out, that'll be, let me pull up my little calendar. The 12th. That'll be, no, this one. Dude, Friday? This Friday is the 12th. Yes, that's oh. when this one comes out. Next ah, next. Look at you being big brained. That's right. So we'll see you guys on the 19th with another installment of this podcast. Everyone, I hope you have a great day, evening, whatever stay you're Stay groovy. Yes, please stay groovy. And uh, talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.